Welcome to the Code Karate AI podcast, where we highlight recent news and tools in the world of artificial intelligence. The internet, as we know it, is undergoing an immense transformation. The very economic dynamics of the web are shifting due to the rise of generative AI models, lowering the cost of content generation, but at the expense of quality. We find ourselves at a juncture where major internet platforms like Google, Twitter, Amazon, and TikTok are experiencing significant alterations due to AI. Chatbots, AI editors generating vast amounts of content, entire spam sites powered by AI, such as ChatGPT, are just the tip of the iceberg. These models, reliant on data from the web, are generating content that, although abundant, is often of lower quality and less reliable. Long-standing platforms like Reddit, Wikipedia, Stack Overflow, and Google are feeling the strain. For instance, Reddit's decision to increase charges for API access is a direct response to AI firms scraping its data. On the other hand, Wikipedia's moderators are grappling with how to use AI language models to write articles while maintaining quality control. Stack Overflow also encountered a similar dilemma with AI content. Initially banning ChatGPT's content due to its high rate of incorrect but seemingly accurate responses, the platform eventually reversed its stance, seeking to leverage this technology and compete with it. But the seismic shifts are most evident at Google, the keystone of the modern web economy. Spurred by Bing AI and ChatGPT's popularity as alternative search engines, Google is experimenting with replacing its traditional search results with AI-generated summaries. However, this raises major concerns, as Google's new system often copies text from websites without driving traffic to them, potentially damaging the very fabric of the web. AI's ability to generate massive amounts of cheap content based on others' work could severely impact diverse web sectors. While some sites might attempt to protect themselves by restricting access and charging for it, the overall reordering of the web's economy might be too significant to ignore. But what does this all mean for us, the everyday users of the web? Unfortunately, the impact seems to be negative. While AI has the capability to recombine text, the underlying data still needs human creativity and experience. The information produced by AI language models and chatbots is often incorrect, and when it's wrong, it's wrong in ways that are difficult to spot. This isn't to say that AI doesn't have potential benefits. Increased AI engagement might spur the development of better-funded platforms. However, these changes are simply the latest battle in the ongoing war over information, who creates it, how we access it, and who profits from it. It's crucial to note that just because this fight is familiar doesn't make it any less important. The future of the web hangs in the balance, and the decisions we make today will inevitably shape its trajectory. The new web is struggling to be born. And as we navigate these uncharted waters, one thing is clear. The Internet as we know it is changing, and AI is leading the charge. An AI term you should know about. In the past, we covered vector databases, but we thought it would be helpful to do a review and cover just the first word from that term. Vector. So, what is a vector? At its core, a vector is a mathematical entity that encodes both length and direction. It's like a tool, providing us with a means to represent a position or change within a mathematical space. For those who enjoy a bit of formality, vectors are considered elements of a vector space, which is a collection of objects adhering to certain mathematical rules. 
Visually, a vector can be seen as an arrow in a vector space, with an origin, direction, and magnitude, or length. Numerically, it's typically represented as a one-dimensional array of numbers, its components, and displayed in either column or row form. So how do vectors work? If you recall your basic math lessons, you'll know that arithmetic operations such as addition, subtraction, and multiplication are often used with numbers. With vectors, it's no different. Vector addition can be defined as adding corresponding elements, while vector multiplication can be pointwise, or a dot product, that gives a scalar output. You might even encounter other types of vector products like cross product or outer product in advanced studies. Now let's talk about vectors in the context of machine learning. Organizing data is one of the initial steps in creating a machine learning model, and vectors lend a helping hand here. They're used to vectorize the data. In addition, they form the backbone of several machine learning techniques, such as support vector machines. Here, vectors are analyzed across an n-dimensional space to find the optimal hyperplane for a given dataset. The goal is to identify a line with maximum distance between datasets of both classes. This way, future data points can be classified more confidently due to the reinforcement provided by this optimal separation. To wrap up, let's differentiate between vectors and scalars. Unlike scalars, which represent a single quantity, vectors are data structures with at least two components. For instance, while a scalar can denote something like temperature or height, a vector could represent velocity, which combines speed and direction. Hence, a two-dimensional vector can be depicted as an arrow on an x-y graph, with the coordinates x and y each denoting one of the vector's values. In the vast, complex world of AI, understanding vectors is vital as they play a foundational role in structuring and analyzing data. AI Tool of the Day Vectors, like JSON, have become essential ingredients in modern application development. This transformation is largely due to the increasing interest in generative AI, which has sparked developers to find ways to efficiently store and retrieve data in vector formats. In this context, PostgreSQL naturally emerges as an ideal choice. Vectors, though centuries old as a mathematical concept, have gained a new lease of life with the advent of accessible AI ML algorithms. These technologies have made it feasible to represent real-world structures like text, images, or videos as vectors and store them for future use. A brief walk down memory lane would remind us of the journey of JSON in Postgres. When JSON emerged as the go-to data type for web communications, the ease of JSON, in terms of simplicity and expressiveness, made it appealing to developers. Gradually, the concept of natively storing and querying JSON data led to specialized data storage systems that supported this feature. PostgreSQL was the first relational database to provide native support for JSON, ultimately leading to JSON's adoption in the SQL standard. Fast forward to the present, and vectors seem to be tracing a similar path. With AI ML systems churning out outputs as vectors, it's not uncommon for developers to build models, convert them to vectors, and use them for semantic searches. This rise in popularity has brought about the need for a vector database. Even though Postgres has had array types capable of storing vectors since 1996, they lacked the necessary operations for working with vectors. The cube data type, designed for operations on higher dimensional vectors, unfortunately, has a limitation of storing vectors with only up to 100 dimensions, 
far less than many modern AI ML systems require. Here's where PG Vector, an open source Postgres extension, comes into play. PG Vector allows you to store vectors in Postgres and perform KNN queries with different distance metrics like Euclidean, cosine, and inner product. Currently, it supports IVF flat, an IVF flat method of vector indexing. When querying indexed vector data, it differs from conventional querying due to the computational expense associated with performing nearest neighbor searches over high-dimensionality vectors. Looking forward, the prospects are promising for the continued evolution of support for vectors in Postgres, mirroring the trajectory that JSON took. PG Vector already handles many common use cases for AI ML data, so the focus is now on scaling and optimizing performance. Some of the areas of improvement include adding more parallelism to PG Vector, supporting indexing for vectors with more than 2,000 dimensions, and leveraging hardware acceleration to speed up calculations. As developers continue to work with vector data in Postgres, their feedback will be invaluable in guiding the community to provide the optimal support for vector queries. So, are vectors the new JSON? Well, in Postgres, it certainly seems so. Thanks for listening to the Code Karate AI podcast. Make sure to sign up for our newsletter at CodeKarate.com and follow us on Twitter at CodeKarate for more AI content. Until next time.